Hello, hello fam, and welcome to In My Shoes, a podcast for women of color where we can discuss the issues that we face each and every day, even if society isn't always paying attention. I am your host, Karen Davis-Thompson, and we're coming up on the last couple of solo episodes, y'all. Starting in March, I will be excited to introduce you to some great women who have quite a bit to say about what's been going on in their lives, and you'll get a chance to take a walk in their shoes, and we'll start with a series on colorism. Decided to start in March since March is Women's History Month, and this is a podcast for women, so thought that was a great time to kick that off. So for now, you're still stuck with just me for a couple of more episodes, and then it'll be time for you to uh, meet some great women that I've had the opportunity to get to know. So on for today's episode. I've been teasing on social media what I was going to talk about today, and got to be straight up honest with you, I think I've recorded this episode probably five or six times. It's intensely personal. I struggled with how much to say. Um, You know, I don't want to reveal too much of my children's story because that's their story to tell to some degree. Uh, And then I caught the end of a show tonight that totally put me at ease and put it into perspective. It was a woman and her mother who are fostering and adopting. uh, It looks like four or five children. And they're doing this reboot of Extreme Home Makeovers on HGTV, one of my favorite channels, by the way. And they were uh, helping them to remodel their home, renovate their home, so all of the kids would have their own rooms. They redid their backyard. And at the end, the mom was talking about how she hopes that um, knowing their story puts an end to some of the stigma that comes with fostering and adopting. And at that point, I knew I needed to go ahead with my plans, stop tripping, and just record the episode. So as you know, I am a big foster care and adoption advocate. I am a former foster parent. I adopted both of my kids. And the reason I wanted to talk about it is, number one, obviously, the point of this podcast is to create a community where people know that even though your experience may not be exactly like mine, you're not the only person who's going through it. And maybe if I show you how it happened in my shoes, you'll have the courage to be able to share your story or just to feel more comfortable, maybe have more awareness around certain issues. And so that's what we're hoping to do with the podcast. And foster care and adoption is deeply personal to me because it is something that I've always known I was going to do. So for me, even though I knew that I wouldn't get pregnant easily, um, It didn't really matter to me because what I wanted to do was to be a foster parent and to adopt. And that's what we did. And there were certain things about the process that um, I guess I wish people had told me, um, things that people would say that I needed to be prepared to deal with. So I wanted to share my experience to maybe help somebody who's thinking about taking that leap into foster care and adoption so that you understand how absolutely amazing it is, but to also prepare you for some of the comments that you may get so they don't knock you, um, catch you off guard and knock you off your feet, and so you kind of know how to deal with them. So the first one, the first question that I get a lot, and it irritates the living daylights out of me, it's the one that irks me the most, is when people ask me if I've ever met my children's real mom. So, um, in the beginning, I was hesitant to correct people because I didn't want to seem like I was on some sort of high horse. But again, just like the episode where I talked last week about a mental illness, if you don't say something, then people don't ever learn, right? 
So I try to gently correct them. What I think you're asking me is, have I ever met my children's biological mother, right? So that's really the question because I am their real mom. I'm, I'm real. So what you really want to know is about their biological mom. Some people, you can see they totally missed it. Some people are immediately apologetic. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. Some people have said to me, oh, girl, you know what I mean. And yeah, I know what you mean, but I also know what you just said. And what you just said is, is wrong. And you need to be corrected gently, not in, a, in a, a way where I'm coming off as though I'm offended, although I have every right to be offended, but just really educating you on the proper term. And I think that that's part of the problem and the stigma that we have when it comes to adopting to say real mom. It's like we're playing house or something, you know, oh, you're, you're, you're their real mom. I am their real mom. And so it's just another way that it, it kind of makes it seem like adoption is less than when that is so not the case. Um, so that's one that really, really gets me. Um, also, what you will find once you start down this road of fostering and adopting, if that's what you choose to do, you meet people who genuinely are interested. They're thinking about doing it. They're not quite sure what to do. And I had one girlfriend, for example, who seemed to be extremely interested in becoming a foster parent and adopting through the foster care system. Sounds great, right? But she could not get over the fact that she could end up with the child like my daughter. I mean, it was like really messing her up. And I guess what fascinates me about that is, number one, nobody ever says, gee, I could end up with, like a child, uh, with a child like your son. Nobody ever says that. My son has no diagnoses. He's had no um, mental illness, none of those things. Nobody ever says that. Everybody fixates on my daughter. And um, I always thought, think that's interesting. And so she just did not seem to be able to let it go. And I even tried reminding her, you know, if you got pregnant and had a baby, you could have a baby just like my daughter. There are no guarantees. And by the way, newsflash, if you're fostering, if you're getting a child from the foster care system, they're not in foster care because their life was rainbows and berries. Something happened. That's why they're in care. That's why they are eligible for adoption. So the likelihood that the baby is going to need some extra care, some therapy, it's pretty high. So you need to go into it already knowing that that's a possibility. But when you get pregnant, it's a possibility. So it's no different. Um, but it's a question that I get a lot. And sometimes you're going to have to be brutally honest with people. And I'm going to say that for anybody who's listening to this. If you can't get past the fact that you could end up with a child with some issues, and I will be honest, I went through the foster care system. There were certain things that I should have been told up front that I was not told. And it wouldn't have changed my decision, but it would have made getting her the help she needed a little easier. And so, yes, there were some things that I was supposed to know that I wasn't told. That's absolutely true. That could happen to you, too. If you're not ready to deal with all possibilities of what it would mean to be a parent, then perhaps this is not the road for you to go down. Because there's no way that anybody's going to be able to tell you, yep, this baby's not going to have any problems. No doctor can give you that guarantee when you're pregnant. And nobody can give you that guarantee about a child who is up for adoption. So that's another one that I get a lot. The other one that bothers me Almost as much, and I guess maybe in some ways, now that I'm thinking about it, even more than the whole real mom thing, is when people think they're being complimentary and they know that my baby has um, some diagnoses and she's had some challenges and they say to me, oh, it's just so wonderful that you guys didn't give her back. So 
what exactly am I supposed to say to that? She's not a piece of clothing that I purchased at the store that I can return. She's a human being. She has a right to love, support. What would you say to a person who birthed a child with issues, with, with disabilities, with diagnoses? What would you say to that? Oh, it's so great you didn't give them, give them to who? It's the same thing. When you adopt, that child has all the rights and privileges of a child that you birthed. There's no difference. And that's another one that if you end up with a child who has some disabilities, that may be another one that you have to deal with. Um, and again, I, I kind of get the impression that they it's like they're patting me on the back. And it's so irritating and insulting. Like, who asks those types of questions? And again, it's just the nature of treating adoption as though it's less than. And it isn't. For any woman out there who is struggling with having a baby, sometimes I hesitate to say what I'm about to say because I think everybody's journey to motherhood should be the way they want it to be, to the choice they make. But it breaks my heart when I hear women say, oh, I guess God just doesn't want me to be a mom just because you can't get pregnant. And it just, it hurts me because there are so many children in foster care so many children who need to be adopted, even private adoption. There are not enough of us women and men of color who adopt even privately. And I know some of that may be because of economics, but there's a shortage even in private adoption. There are so many babies, so many babies that need a home. And it, and you can be a mom, and it's an amazing experience no matter what somebody tells you about, oh, have you met their real mom or whatever crazy statements people make. I've had people who comment on like, you know, oh, you adopted and that's why I'm afraid because now you got these issues going on. No matter what anybody tells you, it's an absolutely amazing experience. And if you want to be a parent and you've tried the IVF, you've tried getting pregnant, it's not working. I just hope that you will really give it some thought and try to open your heart to becoming a parent through adoption because those children deserve a home too. If you're older, consider an older child. They also are waiting for that forever home. And I'm not going to tell you that it's, it's easy. I'm not going to tell you that. But it's not easy if you're taking care of a child that you gave birth to. That's not easy either. And so I just wanted to shine a light on some of it. For those of you who maybe have a friend who's thinking of adopting, be that support system. Make sure that you, you have their back when people make insensitive comments. You know, I've had people who say to my parents, well, why, why are they doing that? Because remember, as I might have mentioned before, I was really young when I started this journey. I was in my early 20s, early to mid-20s. I got married at 24. We got our foster care license at 25. By 26, I had my baby boy. And I had the opportunity to be his mom from birth all the way through. I got the entire experience. And then I had a toddler the next time around. So be that support system for them. If people say things that are completely insensitive, don't let people call out if you have a biological child and an adopted child. I've heard people say that. Oh, they have one child and an adopted child. Then that means you have two children. There's no need to separate like there's some difference there is no difference and maybe another reason why I wanted to talk about it was I have friends who are now going through it and thinking about adopting and just to watch the journey for them and think about the journey that I went through and the joy that being able to call these children mine has brought to my life maybe that's another reason why it was something that I wanted to talk about but 
again, if you're struggling with a decision, really give it some thought. It's it'll be one of the best things you could ever do. If you're not ready to adopt, but you have room in your home, in your life, think about fostering a child. Um, I had five foster children, not all at once, no more than two at a time. And I have kept up with all of my babies, but one, there was one I haven't been able to find out what happened to her, the others. I know that either they went back to their parents because sometimes in foster care, the moms and dads, they just need a little help. And once they're able to get on their feet, go through their case plan, they get their children back and they're able to be successful. And so in some cases, that's what happened. In other cases, they were adopted by other families. All my babies are adults now. And even if they don't remember the time they were in our home, I know, my husband knows, that we were able to be there for them. We had one little baby who, oh my goodness, she was nine months old, very delayed. And we were able to be there for her, to get her to doctor's appointments. But because she was the only child we had to focus on, she came from a foster home that had like seven or eight babies, um, all like between the ages of maybe six months and 18 months. So when they brought her into our home, she was all we had to focus on. So, you know, picking up on things that the doctor needed to, to look at, being there to, for the breathing treatments, whatever she needed, we were able to give it to her because she was all we had to focus on. She was the only baby we had in the house at the time. And they ended up moving her to a medical foster home. But the time that she was there, we were able to kind of get her a little bit more on track in terms of where she should have been developmentally, get her to the right doctors, so that by the time they moved her from our care, she was well on her way, and she was adopted. And so just knowing that I had a part, that my husband and I had a part in making sure that she was able to move on and be successful in life is something that I'll always be able to cherish, even if she doesn't remember it. So again, if you have any questions, I am an open book. Again, I I tell you, I I recorded this five or six times trying to figure out what to say. Um, I didn't want to come off too preachy, but I felt like this was something that I wanted to share. You can hit me up at kdt at inmyshoestoday.com. Again, that's kdt at inmyshoestoday.com. I am happy to talk to you about foster care adoption. I even know a little bit about private adoption. We did consider that, but then chose to go the foster care route. I am happy to go over any of that with you. One more solo episode, you guys, and then I think you'll know enough about me more than maybe you ever wanted to know. And then we'll be on to our in-studio guests. Looking forward to talking to all of you next week. Until then, be blessed. Be blessed.